This is Gemar Nadari Medaf Mem Bees. Rolling in the bottom of Mem Aleph Amid Bees. A slight apology. I pulled up a drop short, literally another five lines, and we would have been at the next at the next Mishnah. But okay, the Bisiyat Dishmaya on the bottom of Mem Aleph Amid Bees. We're up to the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Lo Yoichal Imai Min Ha'avos Shalavnei Habayim. Continuing the theme, one is mother, I know, one is not allowed to get benefit from another. You're not allowed to eat with him in an ovus. An ovus is like a trough, a large amount of food that is placed in front of the workers. And I'm sure many are wondering at this point, why not? We said in the Mishnah that the kaira, the plate, the tamchoy, I should say, the serving plate is a problem, but the tamchoy achoyzer is allowed. So the Ran over here speaks out when he speaks about excuse me, the Ran speaks out that you cannot eat together min Here it is. Where are we? Here we are. At the end of the narrow line says the Ran. No, excuse me, I'm quoting the wrong Ran. Okay, so I can't find the Ran and let's just go straight Let's continue. Okay. And you're not allowed to work together with him in a row of a vineyard. You're allowed to work together. But it's only if you are far from him. Truth is, you really could just see, I was looking all over in the run. Let's just look at the Mephirish right on top of my head on the left side of the page. says the Mephirish, Gadol. Balabais the Balabais puts in vegetables. that the workers eat for him together. And the Mefirish explains, as we said, it's very similar to the Tamchoy, that it's not like the Tamchoy Achoyzer. It's not like the serving dish I keep saying getting replenished, even though it is large, but the workers, while they are working, are very hungry. And of course, as Murphy's Law has it, we now have found the Ran. Here it is in the medium-sized line. They place in front of the workers, and because they're working very hard, that was the line I was looking for in the Ran. That when one works very hard, he eats a lot. That's the reason why it's in a Tamchoy, because they're at some level like a Behema at that moment. That's why it's called an Avos. Okay, says the Vigimar, we never argue. The Mishnah, everyone agrees that to work together with the person that you are Moedir know closely, everyone agrees that's forbidden. Why? Because when working together, you're weakening and you're softening the ground and they're benefiting the other one. Keep leaky when's the machlekes birachlik when you're far away. Ramir savar kazin rachlik misham karayv wide kom arbele laarikame. <coughs> Ramir says, you make a gizera even when you're far away. Why? Because at the end of the day, the land is getting softened. Rabban and Savri, loy gazi. So only machlekes is going to be when there is some distance between the two parties. And we continue with the Mishnah on the top of Membez Amir Aleph. Says the Mishnah, Hamaider, Hamaider Anami Chaviroi Lefnei Shviyas. So when it makes a nether from his friend, but whoop, excuse me, let's try that again. So when it makes a nether from his friend before Shemitah says the Mishnah, what is the halacha? You're not allowed to enter into his field. 
And you can't, and you neither could eat from the nightice, the branches that extend, that overhang outside of the field. And during Shemitah, you're not allowed to even enter into his field. What are you yes allowed to do? Or just on the night days, as the Bach says. Then on Shemitah, when everything is hefkar, you're allowed to eat from the foliage that is hanging over. That is case A of the Mishnah. Case B of the Mishnah. Nadri menu maichol livnei shviz. If you made a nadri enough from food, you're the tachsadeh, you're allowed to enter into his field. Vein oichol min apeirois. You can't eat from his peirois, because that was the nadri. Uba shviz, yarid v'yoichol, because on Shemitah, since everything becomes hefkar, you could enter and you could eat. So, we have to really quantify and clarify what exactly is the case of the Mishnah. But at face value, the Mishnah has two different parts. In part A, the Mishnah said, you made a neder before Shemitah, what's the halacha? You can't enter into the field and you cannot eat from that which is hanging over. And then, how does that neder extend as Shemitah approaches? You still can't enter, but you could eat from the night eyes, you could eat from the branches that extend outside of the field. Case B in the Mishnah is neder from Michael before Shemitah, you can enter into his field. Why? Because the nether is from the food, not in entering into his field. But you're not allowed to eat from the, from the payrois. But during Shemitah, you could enter. So says the Gemara, Rav Shmuel Davri Tervayu. Rav and Shmuel learned together that what is the case of... I shouldn't say what is the case of the Mishnah. We'll get there in a moment. They both learned. If one says, Nechasim elu alecha. If someone says these properties, and let's be precise with the case at hand, he says... These properties, wherever they are, are usher to you, lefnei, the usher to you. What's the halach? Lefnei shviyas, if he made an edra for shviyatah, can enter into his field because there's a nether against all his properties. And and you cannot eat from the nightage, you cannot eat from the branches, even that extend outside of the field. And even after Shemitah comes, you still cannot enter his field, and you still cannot eat his stuff. Seemingly, why? Because what did you say in the Chosim Elu? This entity, seemingly that this entity transcends time and space, and even during Shemitah, it will be forbidden. But of course, they were going to discuss this today. Ve'im bishvi is another, and if you mean another on Shemitah, ain yoyri l'teich then you cannot enter the field. Because on Shemitah everything is hefker. So the nether did not take effect on the entities, on the fruit. Therefore you could eat for them on Shemitah. That is how Rav and Shmuel learned. A slightly different word. Now whether the wording is precise or not, we'll see in a moment. But says Rav Yechel Reish Lakish, if he says that my properties are forbidden to you, before Shemitah, you can't enter, nor can you eat from the fruit. You still can't enter into this field. But because in Shemitah, everything becomes after, you can eat from the overhanged fruit. So seemingly, the Machlech is Rav Shmuel versus Rav Yechon Reish Lakish has something to do with the fact, how do we relate his neder to an entity when Shemitah approaches? So suggest the Gemara, what is 
This machloikas, let's say that the machloikas, Rav Shmuel, verse of Yechon Reish Lakish, is as follows. The Rav Shmuel, the first opinion, Savri, Adam, Oyser, Dover, Sheber, Shusai, you can make something that's in your possession forbidden. I can make something forbidden right now, and it retains its status of being forbidden even. Even when it leaves his rishos. And that's the reason why, according to Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish, that's the reason why that they said, You still are not allowed to eat the stuff. You made the nether prior, even though when Shemitah comes, it leaves your rishos and becomes hafker. Still, Rav and Shmuel say it is forbidden. But Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakish Savri, no. They disagree, and they hold ein adam oiser davar shaber shusai. You cannot forbid something in your property lichesheyotza mer shusai. And therefore, Rav Yochan and Reish Lakish are of the opinion that if the nether was made prior to shemitah, once he gias you're allowed to eat from the entity. So suggest the Gemara that what is the machlekes at hand when I make a nether, when something's in my rishos, does that nether retain its status? Does the fruit remain forbidden even when it leaves my rishos? For example, in this case of Shemitah. So that is step one of the Gemara. Responds to the Gemara of are Is what you're saying accurate? Does such an opinion exist that in other mighties Ask the Gemara on Rav Yechonah You just said you do not answer something once it leaves your rishos. It's also in my rishos. Once it leaves, it's a different ball game. So I ask the Gemara, is that true? Is there such an opinion that holds once it leaves your rishos? It goes back and reverts back. It's no longer forbidden. MK, and if that were to have been true, according to you, Rabbi Yechon Reish Lakish, Nif Legi Elu. So we should argue, what was the case? What were the words of Rabbi Yechon and Reish Lakish? Nechasai Olecha. My properties, not these properties, not honing in on a specific entity, but rather global Nechasai Olecha. So says the Gemara, if the impetus, if the crux of Rabbi Yechon Rish Lakish is they don't ask for something once it leaves your Rishos, they should have even said this case in the more extreme case, which is what? Nechasim Elu, these properties, and even when these properties leave your Rishos, they will no longer be forbidden. One might say that no, it's the item, it's the Chavsa that becomes Aser. So even when it leaves my Rishos, I... It should retain its forbiddings. Rabbi Yechonin Shlakir says no. So they should say that that's where the debate is. Vikol Shekain Binechasai. Question number one. Visu. Furthermore, ask the Gemara. Tonight we learned to the Mishnah on the Maizid Davar Shabbat Shusai. You're suggesting that one time leaves your Rishos, loses its Isser, becomes permissible. Says the Gemara, that's contrary to our Mishnah, the Tanat. If someone says to his son, that you are forbidden from having benefit from me, if he dies, you're a Shana, then you could yes get benefit. Why? Because the whole matter was only made while he was alive. But if he says explicitly that the nether should take effect both in my life and after my death, then 
So I asked the Gemara, what do we see? We see very clearly that when one could make a nadir, and it's going to be applicable, even when the entity leaves his rishos. So asks the Gemara, and Rav Yechon, Rish how can you suggest otherwise? Answers the Gemara, Shaini Acha, this case is different to Ka'amar Lei. Why is this case different? Because the father told his son, Bechayav Ube Maisai. Obviously, the obvious terrorist, this case is different, because in this case, the father spoke out explicitly that the Easter should apply in all cases. And that's why it's going to apply even Kishayatza Amir Shusai. Ask the Gemara Mikomaka and Kasha. The first question still remains that Rav Yechon Reishlaki should have said a case of Nechassim Elu Vikol Shekain Nechassai. Answers the Gemara Elo, you're right. If he said these properties, in that case, everyone is going to agree. If he says that this item, this item retains the iser, I don't care if it leaves my rishos. The chefs was forbidden. Keep ligi. When is the machleik is bin nechasai? When I said specifically my nechasim. Rav Ushmuel Sabi loshon nechasim made loshon nechasai. Says the first opinion, Rav Ushmuel. I don't care. There's no difference. Adam Oyster, a person could yes forbid the item even once they leave my rishos. Rav Yechon and Reish Lakish Savri. No, nechasim elu Adam Oyster. Nechasai ain't Adam Oyster. Rav Yechon and Reish Lakish say no. If he wanted to answer the item, you would say nechasim elu. The fact that he said nechasai means it will not be forbidden when it leaves. His rishos. Continues the Gemara six lines down. First word on line is nechasai. Asking on Rav and Shmuel. Again, the first question was on Riyachon and Rishlakish. Now we fl- swap it and we ask in Rav and Shmuel, Mikel Mandamar, is there such a Mandamar? You, Rav and Shmuel, just suggested that what? Does such a Mandamar exist? But now we learn to the Mishnah. Hopefully this should sound familiar. We had this very recently. I make forbidden your house and I should enter. Your field. Why? Because it was one, it was based ha. When it was sad ha, only when it's yours, it's not yours, it's motor. But if he said, then it goes on the item. Then Mesa Shemachlacher also. So ask the Gemara, you, Rav and Shemuel, just suggested there's no difference. But we see clearly there is a difference. Answers the Gemara, Al Kiamri, Rav Yechon, Rav Yishlag, Shabin, Chasai, Rav Shemuel, Bin Chasim, Elu, Veloi, Plihi. So says the Gemara, guess what? There's really no Machlaikis at all. Rav and Shmuel are discussing a case in the Chasim Elu, and that's why it retains forbidden even once Shemitah comes. Rav Yechon Reish Lakish is discussing the Chasai, therefore once it leaves your Rishos, it no longer will be forbidden. We conclude today's year with uh, quoting the end of the Mishnah, which we in here, the Tech asks the Gemara, Maishna da Oichel Minan what is the reason that you're allowed to eat from the night You're allowed to eat from these branches that extend outside of the field. The reason is the period of Kerainun. The reason is because it's Afkar, it's Shemitah, everything is ownerless. So ask the Gemara, Aranami, Afkara, the land as well is Hefkar. If the land as well is Hefkar, therefore one should, yes, be allowed to even enter into the field. Why did you say you cannot? 
So Amar Ula, they should ring a bell. The Ran quoted this a few days ago. The case is, The trees are on the borders. And therefore, watch me. This is the answer we didn't have a few days ago. The second answer we did says, Ula, the case is that the trees are on the border and therefore you could access you, the fruit you could get without actually entering the field. So anytime you could get the pear and shvita without actually entering the field, that is what you are required to do. This was the that we had recently. You're right that Medina, you're allowed to enter. Medina, it's Shemitah, the field is Hefker. But you know why we say not to? Because we're afraid once you go in, you might tear, you might delay. And that is forbidden. We'll pick up from the Mishnah the next year. B'siyata Dishmaya.